Welcome to the intersection of Black culture and horticulture with your girl, Cola B. Talking. And guess what, y'all? We black in the garden. You have arrived at the intersection of Black culture and horticulture with your girl, Cola B. Talking, hostess with the mostest of Black in the Garden. Hey, Soil Cousins, it's Cola, and I just want to take a moment to welcome our new listeners. In case you are uninitiated, new to the congregation, I'm not going to make you stand up. I'm just going to say, what's up? I'm Cola. Cola be talking, that is. And you are welcome as a new Soil Cousin. That is pretty much, you know, a member of the tribe, a supporter But most importantly, in the hierarchy of things, a listener to Black in the Garden. That's how we identify if we're out in public somewhere and you're like, hey, soil cousin, then I know automatically we can connect just off of the strength of that. And I love that for us. So welcome to the Black in the Garden podcast. We are going to get into a little bit of a throwback, okay? Because what's happening right now is... um, a lot of things. And I don't even feel like getting into too deep into them, but there is always the opportunity to revisit some of the classics. Okay. This is a classic, classic alert, throwback alert. We're getting back into an episode from season one of Black in the Garden. I believe it was the third episode and it was a very important episode for me to present as uh, setting the tone for what to expect from this show. Um, Because it was season one, it might have sounded, you know, not like as high quality as a a, an edited uh, version of the the newer episodes that you hear uh, more recently. Shout out to Jerome, the podcast master, who has been working on Black in the Garden since the beginning of season four. It might have even been season three. It's going by fast. I can't keep up. But Jerome, the podcast master, has been making sure that everything sounds clean. You don't hear people breathing in the background or sirens blaring in AC units cutting on. Don't get me started to listing all of the drama that can <laughs> be a part of the podcasting experience because you you might think that you're sitting in a quiet room. I'll just say this. Let's just say it since we're saying it. You might think that you're sitting in a quiet room until the dog starts barking, your neighbor's dog. You know what I'm saying? Until somebody's tree service decides that they want to cut down branches while you're doing whatever you're trying to do. Or, you know, and if you're listening to this and you're a fellow podcaster, then you absolutely know what I'm talking about. Like, Imagine having a whole session planned where you was like, yes, I got quiet. I'm going to do this. And then next thing you know, somebody's baby, just random baby is just making all the noise or all of a sudden NASCAR pulls up outside and there's a whole drag race going on. Not the RuPaul kind. Those are fun. (laughs) Okay, that's enough of that. But yeah, so... (laughs) 
And we like to laugh here. We like to laugh at ourselves. And that's another fun thing. I never really talked about this before. But once again, since we're talking, let's talk. I like to laugh and have a good time. If I'm having a good time, I assume that means you're having a good time. So we call that quality control. So, hey, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to laugh. Hopefully you're going to laugh as well, uh, because I feel like if I can make myself laugh, then I can make you laugh as well. And hey, shout out to me being a comedian. We'll talk more about that when uh, more of those types of uh, activities really start to heat up. There's a lot going on and we will certainly keep abreast of that. But for now, we are just here to get into this throwback episode. Before we do that, though, we just have some announcements. We want to make sure that you are aware of all of the incredible, amazing, expansive ways that you can support. Before we even get into that, though, I really want to hear from you like real bad. It's not a game. It's not a drill. Take this number down. It is in the episode notes. It's 833-819-3926. One more time for those who are still getting their pen. 833-819-3926 is the number where you can text me. I invite you to save this number to your uh, contacts so that, you know, it's not like that random number. Uh, If you have a suspicious mate, spouse, or whatever, make sure you save it in a way that is not going to arouse suspicion for me. I don't want the smoke, period. That's all I'm going to say about that. But the number is in (laughs) the numbers in the show notes. Okay, I've said it twice. I'm not saying it again. All right. So here's what we can do. Let's start with the simplest, easiest ways. Share the podcast. All right. How do you share it? Well, the simplest way without having to get into all the digital aspects of it is to literally tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a coworker, tell someone down to the community garden. You standing in line at the grocery store, I guess you're socially distancing. I don't know what we're doing with that no more, but like let somebody know, especially if you're in a botanical setting like a garden center, uh botanical garden, public garden if you will. Those kind of places where the plant people are, especially if you like if it's if you see a black person, it works better if you're black, though. If you go to a black person and you're like, hey, it looks like you're into plants. I bet you would like the Black in the Garden podcast, especially if you like podcasts. And it's as simple as that. And maybe you can make a new friend. Maybe you can make a new boo. I don't know. I am definitely a proponent of encouraging a love connection. And please, by all means, let me know how that works out for you by texting me. You see how that goes? You see, you can let me know the things. Let me know about your faves. Tell me all the things as much as within reason, Okay, within reason to this text number that I just shared with you. So there's one way to share is by just word of mouth. We love word of mouth. Next time you're on a Zoom call and there's an awkward silence, just shout out, y'all, I really love the Black in the Garden podcast and type it in the chat. How easy was that? You just helped somebody. So that's those are ways. Now, there's also the social medias, the social media ways. You can like share posts from me. You can retweet me. I be tweeting now, um, Black in the Garden on Twitter. That's Black, the letter in the garden on Twitter. It's a long story. Just trust me. It's in the show notes. But you can tweet me as well. That's a fun way if you don't feel like texting. That's a fun way. Try that. 
but you can tweet me or you can like, you know, retweet my tweets and things, repost the things, um, tag me when you repost though. It's important because if you don't tag me, I can't see it. Once again, if you do not tag me, I can't see it. And, and that's across the board for social media. Um, keep checking for my TikTok. You can go ahead and, and follow me there at Black in the Garden. That's G-A-R-D-N. Once again, something happened with the original screen name. Not my fault. Long story, but we're not going to get into the drama. So you can follow me on TikTok and I will slowly but surely start to um, circulate more of my content on there for the funsies and for the Black botanical history of it all. Uh, Instagram is number one for engagement. We have a great time there. I share really dope things and images and stories and reels and blah, 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 all of that good stuff that you love at Black in the Garden. And that's where you can catch live shows, you know, where you can actually like see me talking to the Soil Cousins or just sharing things, announcing things, whatever. Uh, my goal is to have a live conversation at least once a week. And most recently, we've started the plant plate it's a mouthful. Let's try it again. The plant praise report and the plant prayer line. Okay. Context clues, context clues, celebrate your wins or let us know the things that are happening with your plants and gardens that you need prayer for. Okay. Isn't that fun? That's a cute concept. I, I thought I, I thought I was being clever with that. So that's one of the things that we're doing on Instagram Live, follow me on Instagram, share the things, share this, the, the, what are those things? The reels, the posts, whatever. There's plenty to share. Share it all if you're feeling generous, if you got time. Uh, another way that you can share, or rather, well, yeah, it's sharing, but it is also a way to um, amplify the podcast by rating. Now, new tip. Spotify does have a rating option. And when you play around at the top where the name of the show is, you should see a little star icon and you just tap that and it'll give you the option to like give it five stars, which of course you will. We don't even need to get into all of those details. But yeah, rate on Spotify. I don't see an option for leaving a review, but no worries. If you're using Apple, you can review on Apple. You want to go ahead and leave that five-star rating because you're nice and you like me. So go ahead <laughs> and put five stars on there and then say nice things. If there's something that you feel like you have a concern about, I guess you can talk about that as well. But we like nice reviews. Um, those are definitely helpful for people who are like, mm, I don't know if I want to listen to this or not. Leave a review that helps people to understand what to expect when they tune in or just your favorite things about the show, or your favorite things about me. You know, you like me too, right? I'm hoping so. I, I'm assuming, actually. So there's all of that. Those are basically like the free, non-monetary ways that you can share. But if you want to get into them pockets, if you want to share a little something, a little generosity, you know, share the wealth, spread the coins around, then you should absolutely, let me tell you, we got options here. 
All of this is in the episode notes, by the way, but I'm going to keep it cute and funky with you. So become a patron. That allows you to uh, contribute on a monthly recurring basis. Set it and forget it is what I call it for the price of a bag of soil or, you know, that house plant you bought last weekend or a few starter plants or whatever for your garden, you can become a patron and support the podcast on an ongoing monthly basis. Go to patreon.com forward slash black in the garden and support a black creator because we really can't get enough of that. You, before I go any further in discussing ways to contribute or rather was support monetarily. Very important thing to take note of is the fact that you listen into this for free. Eh? It is not free for me to produce this. Maybe that makes me crazy. I don't know. But either way it goes, your support helps to keep the show going. So think of it that way. And you can also just be generous and just bless your girl just like in the cash app directly that's straight up cash hashtag black in the garden we are not like listen i'm going to tell you all the ways because ain't no need to be in shot my daddy told me don't do that and um i learned that lesson at an early age and so that's why i'm like listen the cash tag is in the episode notes the paypal is black in the garden at gmail.com if you want to contribute in that way just a direct one-time kind of contribution um you're thinking about me maybe you just got paid <laughs> don't we love that uh maybe you just got a bonus i don't know but if you did congrats on that and if you want to bless someone because you're feeling blessed let me be that one. Hey, I am that somebody, right? So those are those are a few ways that you can support. And um, the Patreon, listen, the content is coming. This is an ever-evolving and ever-growing platform. And so it takes a bit more effort considering that the team is also being put together and growing and we're, we're getting better at this. And all of those contributions also assist in that effort because I would rather pay people than to ask people to do things for free. Um, people work, they move different when they get paid. That incentive helps a lot. And you can assist in making sure that I'm able to hire some help so that I can um, pay those folks. And here are the ways that you can support and you get something out of it too. Buy merch. Hello, buy some merch, go to blkinthegarden.com. At this point, we have t-shirts. We have the forest t-shirts, very popular. The girls are loving them. Y'all look good in them. But what you don't do though, and this is a side note, is you don't send me enough pictures. I don't like that. I want you to send me a picture. I don't care if you got to email it to me. The email is in the episode notes as well. Just, I'm not going to say it. Just look in the episode notes because y'all really need to read these episode notes. By the way, by the way, I write them. Generally, right before I post the episode, I'm typing up, crafting up the show notes. Sometimes it's a little bit of something. Sometimes it's a lot of something. But I do take the time to put those notes together and to kind of try to summarize a little bit and give a little tease to what the episode is about and also share all this information that's relevant. So I would appreciate if you took a look, not going to lie. So go to the episode notes so you can get the email address if you want to send me a picture of you rocking your Black in the Garden year 
Maybe some of y'all already have gotten some things in the past. At one point, we had stickers, coasters, buttons, all kind of fly stuff uh, because we have beautiful, beautiful graphics. Shout out to Paula Champagne, aka Maker Champ on Instagram. And speaking of that girl, she just had a baby. So congrats on that. Everybody say congrats to Paula Champagne. Yay! Shout out to new moms. So, um... Also, just so talented, the art that is a part of the Black in the Garden universe has been converted into an incredible coloring book that we call the Black in the Garden Coloring Experience. And that is available on the website that I just said. And it is so special. And I'm actually, my bad, I should have done a whole episode on the coloring experience so thanks for the reminder but the black in the garden coloring experience is specifically named that because the goal one of the goals there's many goals but um as far as the soil cousins who like to listen and enjoy the experience of listening goes you have the option to engage with the coloring book and actually color uh some of the guests who have been on the show in the first edition, you can find them in there. And how fun is it to like listen to someone talking and sharing gems and, and just being black and botanical while you're coloring them? We love all of that. So there's your opportunity to do just that by getting the Black in the Garden coloring experience so that you can color, and listen, and it's legit a whole experience. Once again, like I said, love that for us. And I really was very intentional about the way that the coloring book is laid out. The spacing in the coloring book, there are some fine lines that kind of remind you of adult coloring, but there's a lot of wide open space to really, you know, do all that fancy shading y'all be doing and stuff. And I really would love to see what you are doing with the coloring book. Share more of that, please. Send me an email with your pictures. Um, put those videos. It's easier to share those on Instagram if you use it. Um, but yeah, just shout me out and let me know what's good with the coloring book. But definitely get one for you. Get one for a friend, family member. Hey, if you're in academics or whatever, get some for your class. You know, if especially if you have a class full of kids. And so that's one other thing. I think I have one other thing that I want to admit. Two things, actually. Two things. I want to speak at your school. I want to talk to, I don't care if it's the little kids, the middle school kids, the high school kids, the college, university students, the garden clubs and groups. I want to talk to all of y'all. I and Cola be talking, so let's let's make this work. <laughs> Let me talk to you. There's a reason. That is the reason why I'm Cola be talking because let's get those speaking opportunities popping. Let's talk about Black people in horticulture with plants, the botanical Black history. You know the past, present, and future of Black people with plants in gardens, all that kind of stuff. We can customize it, we can do it however you want to, whatever it is that you wanna indicate in that regard. I'll do some research and I will craft up a special 
uh, presentation for you because your girl be speaking. I'm actually, here's a fun announcement. I'm going to be speaking at the Black Pod Festival in May in Atlanta. I don't believe I've announced that on this show yet. So you heard it here first on this here throwback episode. And we have just gone through all the ways, but I needed to unpack that. I needed to make sure that y'all know and that y'all are aware and that you remember. Also, big shout out to the Atlanta Botanical Garden for being a proud sponsor of the Black in the Garden podcast. Cannot wait to get back down there. And uh, make sure that when you go to blkinthegarden.com that you sign up for the newsletter because we will be announcing ticket giveaways for those of you who would like to win free passes to Atlanta Botanical Garden. And here's what you got to do, last but not least, certainly not really last, but let me just say it, undergroundarborist.org, that's A-R-B-O-R-I-S-T, the Underground Arborist Initiative is a national tree planting tour where me and my kids going to plant a native tree in every state. You should be proud of that. You should support that. Find out more about that by going to that website. It is in the episode notes, like everything else that I just said. I promise you it's all there. And I'm very proud of this initiative. It's a 501c3 nonprofit. Would love for you to, you know, send me some support, some donations, become a partner, tell your people about it. Um, Shout me out in the text or the email or whatever your spirit is led to. And let me know if you uh, would like to see how we can schedule a tree planting where you are, because we still have time. We're planning it out phase by phase, region by region, and we're going to take our time and we're going to get this done. We're going to make history. I'm excited about that. And I want you to get excited as well. So that's about as much as I need to indicate in this here rundown. We call that the announcements the ways to support, the ways to engage. And now we're going to get into this throwback. Mama's got to have a life too. You know, I've been considering the representation of Black people with plants in horticulture, in the media, not just real life people, but also fictional people and characters and I'm going to share a lot more on in that regard on Instagram. Got some really fun things lined up in that regard. But just in the spirit of that, I I was ready to put this throwback right back at you once again. This episode was a conversation with Nora, who is a beloved and longtime soil sister and friend of mine. And this episode was recorded back in 2020. Oh, no, (laughs) y'all. This was pre-pandemic. This episode was recorded. (laughs) Oh, no, don't make me sad. It was recorded in 2019. So, wow. When I say throwback, I mean throwing it all the way back. A good time and a great episode. And you enjoy it until I talk to y'all again. Love, light, and soil. Mama got to have a life, too. We'll get there. We, We are on our very way. Um, so thank you so much for incorporating that quote. That was a good quote. Who, who did you just quote that from, Nora? Let's get into it. 
Well, anytime somebody makes reference to the kids and the mama doing what she need to do, that is my go-to. Mama got to have a life, too. That is baby boy. <laughs> baby boy's mama. First, I can't think of her name right now, but... Miss Juanita. Miss Juanita. And she was right. Yes. Mama do got to have a life, too, while, while the kids are in the house. My kids are in the house when I garden. And they're, I'm not being negligent. See? Their daddy's there, but he may or may not be paying attention. But uh, they know how to act. I don't have those. Hashtag black daddy. Yeah, exactly. Like, but they know they're usually doing what they're, you know, somewhat what they're supposed to be doing. But what I like to do, though, is invite them to come out. I always invite them to like, hey, you want to watch mommy pot the plant? Hey, you want to come see me? Um make sure these slugs aren't eating x y and z you know what i mean so they usually decline on the slug part but um sometimes i can get them out there when it's time to pot some plants and i make it fun and i let them you know participate a little bit because it's important i want them to learn too so you know as much as as much as it's my getaway a lot of times um i do here and there be like oh okay you can help me (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i get mine the uh kid gloves the kid gardening gloves. yeah they go up for some accessories so that's that works mm-hmm. to get them out there they they're over it kind of by now but you know i can get them out there they do like to plant seeds so yeah. i appreciate that and we have a good time when we do but we are here today on this very special episode, um, not to talk about our churn, because <laughs> mm-hmm. they're not going anywhere. We are here to talk about Miss Juanita from the critically acclaimed um, visual film. <laughs> Who was directing it? Was that John Singleton? That was John Singleton. May he rest in power. Yes, R.I.P. Yeah. R to the I to the P. John Singleton, director of Baby Boy. And... Um, Nora, you want to just go ahead and kind of redo the plot for us right quick? Summarize. Okay, I'll summarize it. Okay. Um, Baby Boy is a, I guess you can call it a drama. In my opinion, it's more of a comedy drama because I really thought it was funny. I didn't really take it seriously. But Ah. I know a lot of people who are like, yeah, this is my life. And I understand Yvette and Jody's crazy relationship but to me it was more fun on the cellular level right right but to me it was pretty damn funny and uh miss juanita tragedy (laughs) well she was uh she was jody's mom jody was played by tyrese i wish i could remember miss juanita's real name because i like her as an actress uh but yeah so tyrese was the boy who didn't want to leave the nest Okay, so John Singleton, you know, he gives us a good kind of matrixy vibe in the beginning when it's kind of, he's explaining the whole baby boy theory of black boy, black men who don't want to leave the nest, but they don't really want to grow up and they get these women pregnant and there's drama and then yeah. they, they are just a headache to their moms because they won't go away and grow up and it's just that kind of cycle of drama and, you know, so... It's a pretty good movie. Um, Snoop is in it. Um, oh, yes. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother, what's his name? Omar Gooding Jr. was in it. And he was his like, he was you Tyrese's it, like yes. hood friend. And uh, Snoop was his No. Hmm? 
What? No, he was, it was deeper than that. Hood friend, I feel like there was, that relationship was deep, okay? He wrote for him. Well, he, yeah, 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 that was his, well, that's why I mean, that was his hood friend. Like, your hood friend that y'all really close with is, that's what y'all do for each other. Y'all ride for each other. That's at least, I mean, gotcha. you, know, you know what I'm saying? And so, yes, he did ride for him, but Tyrese really struggled with growing up. You know, he didn't have his own car. He would take um, Yvette's car and he'd drop her off at work and then like go do hood rat things with his friend and, and try to, you know, make money in these uh, quick, these get quick rich schemes of some sort, uh, hustles. And it just was never really enough. And Yvette was a whole adult out here. She had her own apartment, she had her own car, she had a nice little job. And she was putting up with his his stupid stuff. He had a other baby mama he was still having sex with. Um, and she lived at home with her mom. And her mama didn't like him. And he would come over and have sex with her and leave. Like, that's what he did. And he was... Peanut. He was, yeah, a peanut girl. Yes, peanut. And, you know, it was just ratchet. Like, y'all and y'all, you and your mama house, the mama there watching the baby and y'all in the room getting it on. Like, this is, this is, it was too much. That I mean, that, I, that took me out a little bit. Because I'm like, this is different. But, you know, I'm not judging. That's people's lives. And, <laughs> um, yeah, so Jody. Entertainment. Yes, yes, it's entertainment. I, that's what I looked at it as, is entertainment. It was nowhere near uh, boyfriend, girlfriend goals, mama goals. None of that. It no, was ma'am. more so like, okay, this is how some shit goes down sometimes for people and, you know, whatever. But furthermore, I think just for women and, and, and black women and black men, like, okay, like, Jody, you are a grown-ass man. And I don't, this, let me, let me say this as a disclaimer. There, I don't see anything wrong with sharing a house with your el- your parents, your grandma, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Having your own property, owning, you know, ownership, things like that. But you need to be a contributing factor, you know. Uh, to the jo- village. To the village, you know what I mean? Jody would come up in there, like, he wasn't bringing no groceries in. I didn't see that happening. He didn't have no cars, so you know, whatever errands his mama needed him to run, he would have to borrow somebody's car. You know what I mean? Like, he just wasn't... He oh, she have... got in his face about that in, in the scene that we're about to unpack. Yeah, and it just was like, you know, boy, you so hold a, you want to do all these things, you want to have sex with these broads, you want to do hood rat shit with your friends, but you don't <laughs> really want to be a whole adult. Like, what is it? What is it? Why do you got all the women... You know, you got you got Yvette, you know what I'm saying? Then you driving her car and then you having sex with another girl. She find the commas in the back seat. Like, what are you doing out here? You were a whole hot Disrespect. ass Disrespect. Disrespectful. He so, was a habitual line stepper. Habitual. And that is, that's from Chappelle's show. <laughs> I, um, my favorite. I love that part. <laughs> we, we have gotten all the way into it. I feel like we're approaching peak blackness. So just stay with us. Um, so, okay, let's get back on track. <laughs> okay. <laughs> specifically honoring Miss Juanita today. We will say her name. I believe her last name is Summers only because when I looked on the IMDb, that is Jody's last name. Her last name was not listed as far as her character's last name. But with Miss Juanita, we do honor you today, especially as a black woman in the garden. 
she did have a garden. That is why that is all of this is relevant to the whole conversation that we are having today. And it was clearly her therapy. But what was so mm-hmm. dope about it was that she was out there being her true black self. She had her Newports. She had her wine. Nails mm-hmm. did. Hair did. It wasn't really there for the drama, but they kept on coming up to her while she was sitting in her cute little chair, mm-hmm. trying to live her best life out there, you know, waiting for her, her dude to get home. Mm-hmm. And they always come into her problems. And ultimately, she found a marijuana plant in her garden. And that turned into quite a scene. It was actually a scene that... um that turned the whole movie, right? What is that called when it does that? Oh, uh, that is called the, uh, I don't know why I'm thinking about music and I'm like, that's the bridge, but it's not. Girl. <laughs> it's the, uh, <laughs> it's the climax. It's the breaks. Is it the climax? Something of, like that. You know, something like um, that. It's like we are like, not movie critics. Yeah. We I are just black girls who like to garden. Okay. And also enjoying our culture by, you know, exploring one of these intersections that we have found ourselves at as we like to electric slide at the corner of Black culture and horticulture, where uh, we find ourselves as we're unpacking the scene. And let's see. So she thought that Jody put the weed in the garden. Did she not? She did. And what happens next? Well, they had it out. Her and Jody had it out. She put him out. And that's when he goes to stay at Yvette's. And he, ma'am. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm skipping it. I'm skipping it. So then you skip the best I'm parts. I'm what? Sorry. So, so, so Mama and Jody get into it. And then the boyfriend of uh, Bing Rains comes home after they get into it. And he puts Jody in that headlock. And that was pretty, that was priceless. But come to find out, um, after all this occurs, him and Jody have it out, you know, and he, Jody feels like he's being replaced. Jody's like, well, you know, you just doing this, um, what did he say? You bringing this nigga in here basically like you did the other one. Like trying to put her back to where she had a low point in her life. And he's trying to he he keeps associating this new boyfriend with the boyfriend she had in the past, and like she chose her boyfriend over her kids, and so the son that he had apparently he had a brother, and the brother got killed in some gang violence or some hood stuff, right? You know, and he keeps he's trauma he's still trauma holding trauma from that, and he's blaming his mother and her relationships. And so be it as it may, yes, maybe, you know, they didn't show that in the movie. Maybe her relationship did cloud her vision. Maybe she wasn't giving enough love and energy to her son. Who knows? I don't know. We don't know about that. But But see, that is the liberty. She's a black woman, okay? Or just a woman, period, who is able to be at a point in their life where they made bad decisions, where that could be intentional bad decision making. Or it could be one of those situations that many of us have found ourselves in where we trusted somebody who later proved to be untrustworthy. Yes. Yes. That happens too. And that doesn't make you the bad person. So I just like to put that in there. Like, don't be feeling bad just because you got with somebody who did you wrong. Change the narrative for yourself. That don't mean it was you. 
Exactly. You know, and Jody was trying to put that on her. And, you know, she ends up crying. He gets in the head. <laughs> Bing Rains, Big Self put Tyrese in the whole headlock. <laughs> and, I feel like that was another scene, though. Was that the same scene? You know, I don't know why I feel like it was because, yeah, I think it was because they had it. They start having it out and then he comes home. He comes in in the middle of it. And then that's when Tyrese, well, maybe that was a different scene because maybe that was when he was sitting in the living room waiting on him. But I feel yeah. like, but I feel like it was kind of close to each other. Anyway, regardless. We Tyrese, are both trash for not being, having a fresh memory of this movie. As well, we have this it conversation, two thousand and one. Okay, <laughs> but, but it comes on BET every weekend. It does, but BET's version is trash. But let me say this: there's that. I think those scenes were close because they got into it. But I feel like Tyrese hadn't just left yet. You know, maybe he sat there for a minute because he wanted to beef with him too. So he beefed with him, and then that's when he got put out because he got into it. Bing Rames put put him in a whole headlock and everything. But then come to find out, you know, Ving Rains was the one who put the weed in the yard. Thank you. Yes. Can we go back to that? Because we are, what I want to do is focus on Miss Juanita's perspective. Exactly. Okay. She's just trying to enjoy her garden. She finds weed in her garden. Weed was not legal at that time because this movie came out in 2001. Exactly. Okay. According to IMDb, at the very least. And how else do we know anything about movies without that website? Exactly. We was not legalized until January of 2018. Shout out to Auntie Google. Hey. Mm, hey. So that's how I got that tidbit. Um, because we know that it is legal currently. But for sure. Um, so here go Miss Juanita making the accusation towards Jody. Jody's like, he... He's, you know that kind of righteous indignation where you like, I know I didn't do this. Yeah. So he got to feel that up in his chest. Mm -hmm. And so then here come Melvin. And you remember this. I know you remember because I remember. Melvin comes in and she's like, um, did you put this in my garden? And he was like, yeah, my bad. Yeah, Smack yeah. dab on the lips. Yeah. That's when they was arguing. With the yeah. kiss and looks at Jody mad smug. Yeah. Yeah, and he like mama. That was where the beef really. Yeah. yeah, and then he like mama. See, you just got this this hood nigga. You know, da 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 da. Gonna put we. You blame it on me, mama. You know, he going hard, bouncing around and stuff, right. getting it all in his feelings. You just you cool. It's cool. You you think that's just cool? You gonna just let it be like that? You know, he was really in his feelings about that. But that's his mama and her boyfriend. Like you, you the child at the end of the day. So yeah. Yeah, it's not fair. And she that, let him know this this my set. Yeah, this is my house, Jody. And then he tried to be like, yeah. Well, no, this was your mama's house. You never left the nest. So why I gotta leave the nest? And it's like, dude, that's, that's petty. Point. It's petty and it's she was point. paying the bills in the nest. She plays the bills in the nest, boy. Okay. Yeah, 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 you have somewhat entitlement to it because you are family and we, you know, we should be able to be as family and live in the house, but we should also be able to be able to help pay the bills in the house or whatever needs to be done. Okay. And I don't think Joe was, was too busy. He wasn't on it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So So awesome. Yeah. That thank you so much. That that is exactly what I needed. That is really what I wanted to unpack. And as a bonus, <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> how it was related but not. 
<laughs> what was Melvin's <laughs> occupation? Oh, was he some kind of contractor or something? He did something. He was a landscaper. Oh, he was a land. That's what it was. Because, you know, he was coming. I remember one of the scenes he was helping her. He was carrying stuff out there, helping her get it together. Yeah. Yeah. Which was cool. Which was, I love I- how John Singleton incorporated that into. Mm-hmm. I feel like he he did that because he knew this podcast was going to happen in 2019. <laughs> Yeah, for <laughs> like sure. What, because 18 years later. Guess and what? <laughs> what a treat. Amazing treat because I live in San Diego and let me tell you, my my landscaper gardener is the whole Mexican out here. You don't see too mm. many black owned landscapers at all. Seriously. Like ever. And and the ones that you do, they don't live in this I live in Carlsbad, so it's really just Mexicans out here doing it. Like I had to go down south San Diego to maybe see some landscapers like that. This is why I don't understand why Trump is talking about getting rid of Mexicans. Because I'm like, who's gonna be the landscaper? Who's gonna be the gardeners? I mean, you know, <laughs> but not all of them, girl. No, he's still gonna make sure they get their their work permits to do all the work I would that hope so. they want them to do. I would hope so because I don't much. know if white Mort. people could survive being landscapers. I mean, I see them, I see some, but you know they can't be in the sun like that. That ain't good for them. There definitely are plenty of white landscaping businesses. It just depends on like what region you're in. I do notice. Well, my when neighbors, I was in Atlanta, I was that. I was gonna say my my neighbors like two doors down. They have some um, it's some white ladies that's their landscapers. See, and really, we just need to have more diversity in that particular um, area because one part of landscaping is definitely like the hard and, you know, strenuous work. But another Mm -hmm. part of landscaping is design. And there's art that is involved Mm -hmm. when we're talking about design. We're talking about transforming people's outdoor space into something very beautiful and something very functional for them. So... Mm That should be a field where there is diversity in the representation there. So I salute that. Uh, when I was in Atlanta, I mm-hmm. was, listen, I was over the moon when I was coming out of the hardware store one day and I ran into a black woman landscaper. Oh. Blew my mind. I was like the, the emoji with the hands where it's like <laughs> praising. Yes. That was me. Yes. That's you. I was losing it. Um, that was that was quite a treat for me because I really needed to see that at that particular moment because that was when I was still trying to figure out if entrepreneurship was the path for me. And to see a black woman clearly situated on that path, that was very special. I'm trying to think of the name of the company. Why did how do I not have that right on the tip of my tongue? It was her company. It was her company. She had on a purple t-shirt. She was oh. so cute. I'm trying to remember her name. Um, I will I will figure that out and I will put that in the show notes. Well, can we give a shout out to my homegirl, Tony, with Wonderlust? Because she's a landscaper. Please do, because Tony will be on the show in a future episode. Shout her out. Shout her out, Tony. Miss Reagan, my longtime, one of my best friends. She's a She's a whole landscaper out in Phoenix. And she loves her job. She created her own business. And she's doing really well. She's doing really well. Tony. (laughs) Tony the Plantrepreneur. Yes. I did speak with Tony 
Um, you connected me with Tony uh, earlier this year. And like I said, I was still trying to figure out how I was going to make this entrepreneur thing happen. And uh, just got some wisdom from her, get, got some insight. And so I definitely have been thinking about her a lot more since I've started on this whole podcast endeavor, because we do need to have conversations with people who are figuring it out. Like, yes. hey, this is something that I want to do. I love the plants. Also love the money. Also mm -hmm. capitalism. So how can we make a business out of this? Mm-hmm. That's right. So that's what it is. Um, so yes, definitely we'll get our girl Tony on a future episode. I don't see why not. I know she'd be busy, but busy girl, busy, busy girl. Busy. Speaking of busy, Nora, I know that you also have your churn that you probably want to go check in on. I appreciate you so much for being the black spurt on baby boy and unpacking this scene <laughs> with us on this very special episode of black in the garden you want to let us know how we can find you what what we need to do to stay connected with you i would love to okay you can find me on instagram my name is nora's green aura and um let's see let me tell you how that's that's at Nora N O R A S Green G R E E N Aura A U R A, and on there you can see me planting my different plants that I like to grow. You can see pineapple, all that good stuff. My family, friends, you know, life stuff. Um, and I'm on Facebook here and there, but most of my plant garden life is definitely on uh, Nora's Green Aura. So check me out there. And, um, hey, maybe we can interact and talk and for sure definitely ask me questions or whatnot. I love to engage with my audience and whoever's following me. Don't, you know, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Nora is a sweet, darling homegirl of mine. And, um, yes, I appreciate you so much for joining us. And uh, we done. Well, can I say thank you for having me? Why would you not? Girl, say thanks for okay, having well, me. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed this. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. And you're awesome. The conversation. Thank you. Good. I listened to the first and a little bit of the second one. I got to finish that one. It was a little longer, but I got to tune in because I like what, what you were talking about. Yes. And I'm just overall proud and happy because we need to have these conversations and you know, it's it's much needed. And, you know, I want to encourage all the, the Black women, Indigenous women out here gardening and making their homes beautiful, plant life. Like, let's do it. Let's see it. You know, show us your greens. What you growing? Yes, let's let's put it all out there. I appreciate you so much. You didn't even mention that you was dabbling in the, the nurturing of the cannabis, but you know, we can get oh, into yeah. that another time. Well, listen, if you go to my Instagram, you can actually see um, as of today, I just uh, got tap roots out of two of the seeds. I'm growing some uh, King Louis, <laughs> Louis the eighth uh, OG. So I'm actually putting them in dirt tomorrow. So, I mean, if you tune in, check me out on Instagram and you'll see just what I'm doing and what I'm growing. I am mm -hmm. looking forward to keeping up with that. That is fascinating to me. Loving that. I appreciate you so much for all the warm wishes and, you know, just supporting your girl in general. Me, yeah, I can't wait to come back world. and talk some more. 
you will be back like the Terminator who legalized <laughs> marijuana in your state. <laughs> you <silly. laughs> Thank you, Nora. <laughs> You're welcome, girl.